0: Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Well, here we are again. We are on week three of our series called Expand. But before we jump into that, I came across uh, this uh, interesting little cartoon that I'm going to show you. Sometimes we don't think of the Bible characters as real people. And um, just look at this for a moment. This is uh, Moses' mom. Stop that, Moses, and take your bath. There's Moses parting the bathtub. Um, We don't don't sometimes think of those things. Now, I don't know if Moses did that when he was a baby, but I thought that was a little cute. Well, as we get into this series, though, um, we started the week by, by really, I mean, started the series by looking at Isaiah 54, and that scripture, which really was our theme for this year of Expand, and you can see it manifested, Oops. manifested by dropping microphones, and um, In such a way, though, that we're going to two services, right? Expand to two services. The the scripture talks about Isaiah 54, enlarge the places of your tent. That was week one. And we talked about the seat that was beside you, and are you making room for your family and friends, um, for for them to invite them into the row, the circle, the seat, or the row being here Sunday, circles your life groups. And so many of you have already started doing that and inviting friends to church. Amazing. And we'll have more room for you coming in February. Then we went on to week two. We talked about expanding our capacity for compassion. And we talked about the the parable and the story of the Good Samaritan and realizing that Jesus is wanting us to begin to see the needs of people around us and that it will require a response It's just not walking the other side of the road and keeping on with life. It will require the response. So expanding our capacity for compassion. And today we're talking about expanding our faith. Expanding our faith. We need to overcome fear and comfort for the sake of the gospel. Fear and comfort. So how many people are super comfortable sharing Jesus with somebody else? Some of you. How many people would just be willing to go into uh, a new town and knock on somebody's door and say, I'm going to stay with you for a little while? (laughs) Maybe less of you. Um, How many people are fear of rejection? Okay, I think we all are. Um, How about uh, fear of not having enough? Anybody have a fear of not having enough? Well, see, we have these fears, and we like to be comfortable, and this is why many of you sit in the exact same seat every Sunday. You know, I see some hands like, don't you make me move. And I know those are like fighting words. This is my seat. I'm comfortable here. Just wait till we go to two services and somebody doesn't know it's your seat. Ooh, don't push it, Pastor Mark. Well, but I have to say that the fear of being comfortable or the fear that, that makes us want to be comfortable or the fear of the unknown, see, fear can be the door that locks us away from all that God has from us. Think about that for a moment. What if there's these amazing opportunities and amazing things that God is asking you to do and giving you the opportunity to do them, but you never get to see them realized because of fear? Fear. Imagine all those possibilities, all those opportunities that Jesus is giving you, the Holy Spirit is giving you, and yet, oh, I wish I didn't have the fear. Today we're gonna overcome that fear with greater faith, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But you know, there's somebody else that loves to play on our fears, and it's the enemy, and he does have a name. Do we know the name of our enemy? Satan, he's very real. Um, his his little task force, if you will, his little guys, they're demons, but all they are is fallen angels. They're nothing to be afraid of, Um, but yet they play on our emotions. He's had thousands of years to know how to perfect playing on our emotions. And so as long as the enemy knows that he can play on our fears, then it paralyzes us to doing the very thing that Jesus has for us to do. Well, I want you to look in... Luke chapter 9, and we're going to spend some time Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 10. If you take your Bibles, how many people actually brought a physical Bible? Raise them up. I love it. I love it. How many people have a Bible on their phones? Raise them up equally as well. Okay. Um, turn to Luke chapter 9, and we're going, hey, there's a little point of getting uncomfortable. Some of you need to raise your hands and worship. Some of you need to step a little bit and worship. All right. Again, that's not the point. We want to be able to bring the gospel, to Jesus, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ to our world. And some of you need to tone it down when you're taking it to the world. I'm just saying, don't go speaking in tongues to them while you're trying to share Jesus with them. You're going to make them run away. Okay, so here's what I would like. When Jesus sent them out, there is a manifestation that takes place wherever His disciples went, His followers went. These are the common things. The sick were healed, and the kingdom of God was proclaimed. See, we read that in Luke chapter 10, verse 9. The sick were healed... And the kingdom of God was proclaimed. And what's the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is we have a savior who loves you that you don't need to fight in this world alone, that you have somebody who will give you peace and hope and a future that will save your soul for all of eternity, that will save you from the fiery pit of hell that will come and be close to you and walk with you and be with you. That's the kingdom of God has come. But he's also told us that we have the ability to pray for the sick they'll be healed. I would like to close in this by saying this. In Luke chapter 9 verse 6 I want this to be our prayer and our action. It says this and they departed and went through the villages preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Can you just take a moment and think about what that looks like for you this week? That they left, they went, they did the go, they're willing to not be so bogged down with life that they were aware of the needs around them and they prayed for the sick, they were healed. Healing was everywhere and the gospel was proclaimed. Imagine what that would look like if we all took that charge. We all did what Jesus has asked us to do. But it's going to take you getting a little uncomfortable. And it's going to have you facing your fear. But Jesus is there to build your faith. Would you rise to your feet, if you will? I'd like to close for us. I know for me that it was so hard for me to share my faith until I had received the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, there's a scripture that says, um, do you know of the Holy Spirit since you believed? In, and the followers are like, I haven't even heard of the Holy Spirit. And yes, when you give your life to Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit in you. Jesus dwells in you, that's His Spirit. But there's an infilling of His Spirit, there's an empowerment that takes place that gives us a greater boldness to share our story, to share our faith. Gives us our ears to hear what the Father in heaven is doing and what he's doing in amongst us. And so when you have a kind of a divine appointment, knowing that Jesus has already set that up, you're just walking in agreement to what he's doing. So just take a moment and just ask for more of the Holy Spirit. If you've never asked for the Holy Spirit, just take this moment right now and say, Holy Spirit, come and fill me. Anoint me. Not only come upon me, but dwell inside of me, as you already are as followers of Jesus, your Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, but but light a flame inside of us that we can't contain, that we would have to share the good news of you, Jesus. And Lord, if there's anybody here who doesn't know you, the first step is for them to know you personally, to have a relationship with you. And I remember when I found you, Jesus, and I said a simple prayer like this, that Jesus, I want you in my life. I'm sorry for all the things that I've done in my past. I want to follow you, Jesus. Thank you for going to the cross for my sins. Thank you for three days later you rose from the grave showing that you are who you say you are. Jesus, and for that moment, my life was forever changed. I just wonder if there's anybody here while well, everybody's eyes are still closed, anybody here who wants to receive Jesus for the very first time, would you just raise your hand and so I can acknowledge and I can pray that prayer with you? Just where you are. Anybody here want to raise their hand? Receive Christ. As your Lord and Savior today. So, Father, the rest of us here, and maybe it's not ready to raise your hand, but Lord Jesus, so we just pray that we just recommit our lives to you again, Lord Jesus. That we're your servants. And we want to be faithful to you, but this world needs a Savior. And the only way that a Savior is found is by people like us who are carriers of your kingdom to get a little uncomfortable, to overcome our fear help us to grow in our faith help us to see what you see Lord Jesus and everybody said amen well I want to let you know that um, before you sit back down that actually um, there's a team um, that is running a class on Sunday nights if you say you know what, I want to do this I want to pray for the sick I I want to share my faith I don't know how this Sunday night come out because it will it'll be a nine-week course, 7 eight-week course, teaches you how to share your faith, how to pray for the sick so they'll be healed, how to deal with demons, how all those things that Jesus said how to do. We're going to learn how to do that together. It's very practical. Sunday night, this Sunday night, come here at six o'clock, and we will run through a course with you. So I don't want you to leave here feeling like, I don't, that's great, but I'm not equipped. We will equip you. The other thing, before you go. Today's annual meeting. So at 1115, we're going to start our annual meeting. It is a members meeting, but anybody who's not a member are more than welcome to participate. Um, It's just those who need to vote. You have to have gone through our membership class to uh, to participate in our voting. Um, But we would just welcome you um, to be a part of that. Well, thank you guys so much for all that you do. Remember, night of worship this Thursday... Sunday, come to the class. Night of worship. Thursday night, we'll worship together. And if you need to stick around for our annual meeting, we'd love to have you. Otherwise, have an amazing week. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com.